not wrestling's rock stars blood. It's your boy Westwood. What? It's a shame, Hurricane Helm. This is my nation. Hi, we're the Drifters. Telling you to check out Found Dad Online. You are watching BD TV. Respect that. Shane Fonzo is doing it for the UK. You're watching BDTV. And you're watching BDTV. Hi, I'm Shabadu, and you're watching BDTV. Hey guys, when you got time, make sure you jump online and check out about that. Calling it about that online. Lock it in, baby. Watching about that TV all day, every day. If you're not about, then you're not about about that. And if not, what's up with that? Can't beat it. Wrestling, music, gossip. Jump on there and check them out. Okay, okay, we back once again with the Rest of Biz podcast. You know, I'm your host, Fonzo. Um, it's WrestleMania weekend leading up to WrestleMania 35, one of the biggest WrestleManias in history. Um, the excitement is up, the buzz is up. We're all excited here about the online team, WrestleBiz team. Um, shout out to the Smack Talk Center team. Um, those guys doing great things. I had a chance to join them on their podcast the other day, giving WrestleMania predictions and more. Be sure to look out for that too and check that out. So, um, you're here rocking with us on about the online WrestleBiz podcast, and um, we're still quite early doors into this syndication. So, you know, um, what better than WrestleMania time giving us so much to discuss, but um, for this one, it'll be slightly different. You know, instead of focusing on Mania and the matches, which are going to be great, and as I said, you know, um, I joined the Smack Talk Center guys the other day. Shouts out to them and look out for the predictions. So, um, you know, I have respect for that. I'm going to keep that separate because I may always re release that maybe afterwards and, you know, sort of see how our predictions held up to the card. So, um, I think for this episode, I'm going to be looking at the WWE 2019 Hall of Fame. And um, that's going to be going on April the 6th in Brooklyn, New York, Barclays Center. You know, it's going to be dope. Um, I actually wish I was in NY at this period because it's going to be crazy. You know, New York's definitely um, a great place. And um, especially for wrestling fans with the garden and all that stuff. But um, it's definitely going to be a hot weekend. So um, let's give a bit of, a bit of um, background on this year's Hall of Fame. So the WWE announced their first inductees, and that was in February of this year on the 18th, and that was Degeneration X. Now, you know, I'm actually happy to see DX going. A lot of people have you know been waiting a long time, um, and that's DX with the inclusion of um, China. Um, you know, Joni, Laura, who's now passed away, but he's going to be going on posthumously. And um, a lot of the wrestling fans are happy about that. Some say, you know, she's been discluded and purposely excluded from the WWE for many years now and not been, you know, given uh, her spot in front of the fans and the audience and those who have come to know and love China. So, you know, we've got DX going in, which is pretty dope. Um, you know, after that, it was announced that uh, Honky Tonk Man will be going in. You know, the first ever Intercontinental, well, not the first ever Intercontinental Champion, but um, was he, he said he was the greatest Intercontinental Champion of all time. <laughs> you know, that was the Honky Tonk Man's deal. So, um, Honky Tonk Man going to be going in. And uh, funny correlation, you know, the Honky, he actually had a period of where he managed 
Billy Gunn as Rockabilly and, and he did a little thing with, um, or he tried to do a thing with the Road Dog before being the Road Dog, Jesse James. So um, he's sort of instrumental, even in putting those two guys together, somewhat maybe on TV, you know, how they formed that tag before they had the name The New Age Outlook, before they had the name DX. So um, that's kind of cool that Hakeem is going to be going in at the same time and stuff as well. So we're not sure who he's going to be inducted by. And that, that's the thing that's got a lot of people guessing on this um, Hall of Fame is who's going to be doing the um, the actual induction because we've got um, quite an array of talent going there. But moving on swiftly, we got Tory Wilson, um, who was, you know, definitely one of the hottest WCW. I don't want to say divas, but one of the WCW women talent, you know, and um, who crossed over to WWE, you know, was a huge part in the invasion, sort of angles and storyline, went on to have a, um, a stellar career within the WWE, and um, now is going to be immortalized as one of the women, and of the, you know, the era, of the attitude era, of really, you know, playing a crucial, pinnacle part in shaping WWE to go forward with a lot of the women's stuff so Tori Wilson's gonna be going there. We got Brutus the Barber Beefcake longtime friend collaborator rival and who else knows what of Hulk Hogan. So um Brutus is going there which you know some are like eh okay but you know he an old school wrestler even though there's been plenty of others that haven't made it in. Um his contributions to the business I mean I believe he was like the Zodiac and um the booty man in WCW, and um, then he he, he he was um the disciple to Hogan and that once again. The crazy thing when he was the disciple, I remember him coming into the NWR at the time and not having um much of a clue who he was because he you know he was racking the shades and the beard and he, he sort of looked like not like a Hogan clone, but he was just like shadowing Hogan and stuff. But he looked you know kind of badass, like some kind of biker, but you know. So, Ed Leslie, Brutus Beefcake will be going there. Some have said, will he be inducted by Hulk? Because, um, you know, we know they've had recent fallouts. But, you know, if we've, we've seen anything and learned anything from the WWE, even with the Warrior and all that stuff, a moment like this at the Hall of Fame is always um, an opportunity to maybe squash any ill feelings. So, um, maybe we'll see Hulk and, and Brutus, Brother Brutai, you know, team up again. So, um, you know, as we stay in our teams, I think one of the next teams going in, um, arguably one of the greatest tag teams in um, in the history of WCW would be um, Harlem Heat. You know, 10-time WCW tag champions, Booker T and Stevie Ray, you know, Booker went out to have a great singles running career. Um, Stevie similarly went on to have um, uh, a good career, Singley had a good run with the NWO, you know, even though it was at the later stages, he ended up sort of leading the black and white B team, but, um, you know, introduced us to Slapjack, Stevie Ray, you know, we've seen a bit more from Stevie at that time, um, we didn't see him come over to WWE with the, with the crossover stuff like we've seen with books, so... There was a lot of years where we was unsure maybe what Steve was doing is on the indie doing a lot of great stuff for the community and stuff. So um, he recently researched with a lot of podcast stuff, working with Title Match Wrestling, Stand Up for Greatness podcast. Um, he's been putting a lot of dope content and stuff out there. So it's been good to see Stevie go in and this will actually be a two-time inductee for Booker who will now become a two-time Hall of Famer along with Ric Flair and Shawn Michaels who 
who's already been um, inducted into the Hall of Fame and who would also be a two-time Hall of Famer going in with DX and another two-time inductee in Hall of Famer to be is going to be um, Bret Hart and you know a lot of people know Bret was always my favourite wrestler growing up because even just to watch him on the screen he was always just like so masterful in the work in, in the ring I should say in his ring work and um, you know it wasn't really no it, it, it wasn't a it didn't seem like a work when Brett said he the best of is, the best of was, the best ever will be, and the excellence of execution and all that. And I know a lot of people say, you know, Brett was a big mark for himself, but at the same time, maybe sometimes that attitude's needed, even for his deliverance, because there was no way, I think, if Brett was in his prime, you could watch Brett in a match and say he wasn't one of the best. It's just from his, um, his abilities and his execution. And, you know, he could go out there and have great matches with so many people. But, you know, this ain't just a Bret Hart thing, so we've also got... You know, um, a posthumous inductee, rest in peace, Jim Anvil, Neidhart, who, um, I mean, I love Jim. He had that great sort of charisma and energy. You know, he wasn't just like a big rhino, like Brett described, but he could move. He was fast. He could go. He had that crazy sort of maniacal laugh, how he used to stroke the beard and stuff like that. So even though he didn't do or say too much, sometimes whenever he did something, it was impactful. And, um, you know, he had a great run with Brett. You know, holding the two-time WWF Tag Team Champs. Um, and what I really liked was, you know, years later when they did the New Heart Foundation with Pillman and Bulldog and, and, and you know, Owen, rest in peace, all those guys too. Um, you know, that was a great sort of solid little unit at the same time. And it was good to see Jim come back out and get that shine at the same time. You know, one of my favorite moments was um, in your house, um, could have been Canadian Stampede when they had the big 10-man tag, so, um, you know, and that was pretty good for those guys, and I know Jim would have been proud to see, you know, Natty go on and do good things in the business. He left WWE a short period and had a brief stint in WCW with Bulldog and stuff after Brett left, you know, after the um, Montreal screw job, but um, Jim didn't have one night, Hart, Brett Hart, the Hart Foundation, so, you know, wondering who's going to induct him, will it be Jimmy Hart, will it be... um. Somebody else will Brett just, you know, hold it down. So, um, the WWE Hall of Fame 2019, one that we're definitely looking forward to. Um, there's, you know, limited to what I can say really too much on it. You know, I don't want to go around rambling. So, um, y'all stay tuned in to BattleOnline.com. Check out the next episodes as they roll out WrestleBiz and look out for our WrestleMania predictions. Yeah, dig. Yo, when you out here, when you in these streets, if you're trying to keep it mental, then you need to be about that. This guy know people, this is the car. Most money won't be the MVK about KB, it's the finest money for his wrestling. You watching about that TV. You don't know, it's me, big animal right here. Yeah. Hello, it's INS the Rebel, man. Salute to Birmingham. It's your boy Grinch. Judge of Souls, chilling right now, about that TV exclusive. Boom. And that's why you go to About That Online so that you can most definitely know what's going down when you need to know what's going down. You dig? Real recognize real. About That TV. Keep it locked. Don't go nowhere. Keep watching About That TV. You don't know. It's all about About That, about that TV, yeah? You don't know. Yeah, so um, WrestleMania 35, um, 
like I said, at WrestleBizBattleOnline.com. We're super looking forward to this event. Um, it's always a big one for wrestling fans. WrestleMania is just a special time of the year. And um, and we know that things are going to be shaken up always after WrestleMania. So it's sort of like that um, Genesis period and stuff of things really being shaken up and stuff again. So um, I don't really want to do predictions on this one. What I'm, I'm going to see if I can do is a quick run through of the card and sort of um you know sort of lay down my thoughts on I guess the matches if I I mean I, I, I generally follow the product so I should be abreast of what's going on so um there's 15 matches on the card um as noted by a lot of others this is one of the first cards we've seen in a, a long time that is conspicuous by the noted absence of you know the Undertaker and John Cena primarily. Will they make an appearance? If so, in what capacity? Um, another guy, Hollywood Hulk Hogan, or Hulk Hogan, will he make an appearance? Um, perhaps, and in what capacity? Um, we know that Brutus is going into the Hall of Fame, so there's, you know, it's WrestleMania. We know a lot of the, um, the legends will be around and stuff, so um, that should be exciting to see, but Nonetheless, 15 matches have been listed. They say the cards are subject to change. Um, on the pre-show, we have three matches. We have the WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal. We have the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. And we have Buddy Murphy versus Tony Nese for the WWE Cruiserweight Championship. Now, um, I'll start with Buddy Murphy and Tony Nese. Now, um, this is a match that's mainly been built up on 205 Live and you know, using the cruiserweights, Buddy Murphy, the champion, Tony Nese, who's gone through a tournament to get this match, to get the opportunity. So, um, I guess this match has been pretty built up enough. Um, it's on the pre-show. Maybe not all the, the core audience who watch, you know, Raw and SmackDown primarily will be that familiar with um, the going on of on 205 Live and what's really happening with the cruiserweight stuff and you know, Buddy Murphy and Tony Nese. So, um, expecting a good, decent match. Um, I think they've did a decent, decent enough build with what they can to it, you know, having 205 Live is a great platform because they've got such a surge of talent and, and it's so widespread now that, you know, to be able to focus on one or two shows, it, it can be difficult to concentrate them more to Raw Smackdown, so, I mean, so having the separate sort of entities and promotions somewhat, you know, it kind of works in its own way, so, um, you know, I think they've done their best with building that stuff up. Uh, moving on to the women's battle royal, we've got you know a lot of women from the SmackDown roster, mainly you know competing for the women's battle royal. Um, it pretty much says what it is: battle royal for the women's trophy. Um, they haven't really needed to build it too much. I think SmackDown was was decent when they did um, the men and the women in a max, in a mixed battle royal. So um, that's pretty cool. Going on from that, we've also got the. Um, Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, which is like, you know, the men's battle royal. We've, um, I mean, the main focus point, I guess, for building this has been the angle with Strowman and the Saturday Night Live guys sort of thing. So, um, I mean, they are from Saturday Night Live, I think, or some show. Forgive me, I'm not currently in the States. But, um, yeah, so we've got, you know, that's been sort of the main storyline I've seen build up. For that, I mean, we know there's going to be a battle royal. We know that a lot of combatants will be in it that generally don't have a singles match or a um, another match. So, um, 
it's on the pre-show, should be wanting to get things warmed up nicely and stuff like that, and um, maybe a nice accolade for whoever wins it. So, you know, moving on to the card now, and sure, I guess in the order that these matches are in, we have been told that for the first time ever, it will be a women's main event, so um, I'm guessing that will be the final match, which we're gonna see, so um, I guess we'll leave that to the end. So, um, these aren't necessarily gonna be in order of, I'm just going down the list of how they're listed here. So, um, we've got Brock and Seth for the Universal Championship. Now, this match has had, you know, I'd, I'd say a nice build because just Brock being the champion, that's a storyline within itself. So, you know, people have mixed views on whether he should hold the strap or not, but him being the champion sort of still keeps him in the spotlight somewhat and still keeps the championship, you know, conspicuous by its absence, but still in the... In, there's a need and a, you want to know about it so um but there's been a good build for this match i mean seth he's done you know he's had a good run for a long time and he's shown that he can sort of gear down when needed to and you know run with a different title beat the ic or the tag title and stuff but you know the fans have been waiting to see him back with the main prize the wwe universal championship so um we're gonna see this match. It should be a good match. It's been a nice build and stuff for it, so um, it's one that we're definitely looking forward to. Um, we have Triple H and Batista, no holds barred match. Um, some say it's been thrown out there. Some say you know their buds is you know what you know. It comes down to one's gonna put the other one over for you know for some reason, and who knows which way it will go. In terms of the storyline and the build and stuff. Um, I think it's been decent enough in the context of, you know, we know Triple H's stature and his position within the company as a character, as a semi sort of active wrestler. And, um, you know, Batista, similarly, as a movie star sort of thing. But, you know, for his, for him coming and they did that thing on SmackDown with Evolution, and then, you know, months later for this to happen with Flair and then it going into a match, I think it was still pretty well laid out. Um, whether the fans asked it through or not is something that's been delivered to them. Like, I want you, okay, that's what you want, mania, let's go. <laughs> you know, they kind of put themselves into it, but great. Um, it's what we love about the business too at the same time. So that match, another one, a, a rivalry that we will see, you know, come to an end. Next, we've got Kurt Angle, Baron Corbin. Um, mm, you know, Kurt's farewell match. Um, as gingerly as Kurt's been moving, you know, I've been hoping somebody is going to surprise us and pull out something a lot different. Can he go a lot more? Um, is he, you know, is he just warming up to do to see getting you know knocking out some of that rust? But I mean, who knows? But at the same time, it's Kurt Angle, one of the greatest, one of the legends. Um, this gonna be his last match, they say. If they're laying it out this kind of way, you know. The fans are definitely behind Kurt in terms of the storyline. You know, Baron Corbin, he's, he's, he's one of those heel characters where he's been well enough established and accepted as the fact from the fans as a heel. So, um, it's, it's been laid out well enough, I'd say. Um, Shane McMahon and The Miz, Falls Count Anywhere match. Now, um, eh, you know, I'm, I think it's been laid out decent enough, but, um, you know, it's just one of those, yeah, Shane... Well, Shane, he's he's proven his worth. You know, I, I guess he came back to the WWE for a reason, and some say a part of that was to mix it up and be back on the screen and stuff. And you know why not? So um, we've seen him hit a few high spots in in typical Shane McMahon fashion. Um, we've seen him tag with the Miz for a bit, win the trophy, you know, go on to turn on the Miz, and um, now leads us to this match. So 
you know the fans are sort of it's give the fans more leverage to get behind the Miz and that too as well which is cool because Miz is one of those characters even when he's a heel the fans still kind of dig him because you know he's so good on the mic and um carries himself so well and stuff as well so um that's, a, that's, that's, that's gonna be another good match. Um, AJ Styles, Randy Orton, singles match, you know, big stage, first time ever like that. Um, another one, it's been laid out, I'd say decent enough. The storyline stuff they did, you know, the backstage stuff, um, the, the sort of shoot style interviews they've done on each other and stuff, and um, you know, AJ saying Randy used a knockoff diamond cutter and, and stuff, and you know, which, it shows they still have a level of respect to go out and you know do that in character or whatever you know so you know i know these guys they still have a ton of a ton of respect for each other so they're gonna go out there and i think they'll tear the tear the house down with a great show um, with a great match on the show i should say so um let's move on from that samoa joe Rey mysterio u.s title match um yeah pretty simple you know joe needs a competitor uh, you know ray Ray's, no, I don't think he's been putting as a filler now, but um, he can still go out filling and have great matches. I mean, we've seen him work Corbin and stuff like that, and you know, he took that out to Corbin, but we've seen him go out and get some big wins since he's been back, you know, over Shinsuke and a lot of other guys. So, um, should be a good match. See these guys mix it up on this stage as well. So, um, and in terms of how it's been established, you know, we've seen a lot of backers of forward triangle, four ways, all sorts of stuff going on at SmackDown for, for the US Championship. So, I mean, it works. The US Championship is sort of like a, a championship that not, you know, people can contend for it and stuff. So it's all good. Bobby Lashley, Finn Balor. Now, I think this one's been pretty, you know, it's been laid out well enough. It's kind of difficult because I don't think either of the greatest talkers on the mic, you know, Leo's okay, but then at the same time, you know, he's, he's not, he, even though he's been involved in a lot of the matches, he's not the main competitor, you know, Bobby, so um, I think the stuff with him and Finn, it's been cool enough because it's been a difficult one, I see how they've been sort of establishing Bobby with the crowd and stuff, and, um, but I think, you know, slowly things have been kicking in and in terms of him establishing um, competition and people he can go against and really work, have good matches and um, the stuff him and Finn have done so far has been good. You know, they've made the title sort of interchange between them without burying each other too much sort of thing, you know, so um, this match will be interesting one. I ain't gonna give my predictions. Like I said, I'm trying to refrain from that because I gave him on the Smack Talk Center. So y'all gotta check out those guys because they do great things in that too. And, um, so, um, yeah, so that's my thoughts on that. Going on to um, Roman Reigns, Drew McIntyre, you know, once again, well well built enough. McIntyre, he a problem at the minute. He, you know, he he, he a dog man, so um, not that you can put him up against anyone, but he he a good guy. So um, he going to be a good match. Roman came in, you know, big off the return. He's been jumped a few times. I mean... He ain't like an underdog, but he's still kind of like an underdog because he's been off, he's been hurt, he's been in, you know, McIntyre been beasting it. So, uh, I think it's been a decent enough build. Next match, Boston Hog Connection versus Beth Phoenix and Natalia. Um, the Divas of Doom, or is it Destruction? One of the two. Divas of Doom, perhaps. Um, the Iconics, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce and Nia Jackson to Mina. Now, um, Fatal 4 Way for the women's tag. Um... I mean, I, I like these women's tags that's been introduced because at the same time, you know, you've got the SmackDown women's title, you got the 
raw women's title, but you've got so many talented women wrestlers that can really go out there and go. And it's not to take it away from the rest of the women wrestlers before, because you've always had women wrestlers that could go whether they was on WWE or televised to that degree or not. So, um, but like these this talent now, they could you know they're really holding up a lot of the core of the shows and stuff like that. So um, some of them end up on the, the not the wayside because you've only got two titles. I mean, with the guys, you've got the, you know, you've got the tag titles, you got the IC, you got the US, you got, um, you've got a variation, you know, so um, with that title, with the women's, it's good that they introduced this women's tag now, because, you know, Sasha and Bailey are huge fan favorites and stuff for a while. And not just for those guys, but now we see even new pairings like Beth and Natalia coming back and, and you know, the Iconics, Nair and Tamina and, and, you know, a lot of these other great women teams, Alexa Bliss and uh, Mickey James and some, you know, we may see all sorts of pairings for those women titles. So, um, I think in terms of how they've established this as a, as a fatal four-way, it's a bit convoluted slightly, but, um, hey, it could, be, it could be a good match and, you know, just... Uh, the fact that they're putting the titles on the line against some um, Raw and SmackDown um, team, so it's going to be interesting to see. So that lets us know those titles, and even with as we've seen with um, Bailey and Sasha, they they've been going to Raw and, and SmackDown, so um, that's pretty cool. Um, Daniel Bryan and Kofi Kingston um, singles match WWE Championship, you know, highly conversed and spoken about. Um, I think the build's been good enough for what they've done with it um, because it's been interesting enough. It's kept people going. It's kept the crowd talking. It's kept the WWE universe wandering. Um, so that's the cool thing about it. Um, did do I think they necessarily planned it? Maybe not. Maybe it was down to you know just the response that Kofi got with um, you know the gauntlet stuff and how things went. So. Um, is it you know is it something that's a bit you know a big change that's due to happen who knows but um regardless we've got this title match is it the title match that everybody wants i know someone to see it <coughs> pardon me some don't they feel as though it is you know not kofi's time or it's, or it's not it shouldn't be his opportunity you know somebody more of an eight plus talent should be getting that opportunity so um and and i think kofi is definitely you know an a plus talent in his own regard so um i think it's gonna be an interesting match um just to see the fallout from it I'm, i don't have these grandiose expectations or anything like that um i think it, it's gonna be a good one next up okay we've got jimmy and jay we've got the usos versus ricochet and black versus the bar versus Nakamura Rusev, another fatal four-way match, but this one for the men, the SmackDown men's tag titles. So, um, you know, once again, as I was saying before, the men's titles, you got, you know, you got the men raw tag titles, and you got the SmackDown men's um titles, tag titles. So, the women's, you've only got one one tag title, one set, I should say, tag titles. Um, but anyway, so this is like a SmackDown match we've seen alistair black and ricochet on raw and smackdown so you know they got the opportunity to compete for this you know we know what the bar can do we know what the usos can do nakamura and rusev two great singles competitors um we've seen them sort of do tag stuff before so it's interesting to see them tagging up now so 
that should be a great one too. So um, that brings us to the last match um, on this list. And as I said, these, you know, are going to be in a completely different order on the show. You know, expecting that this match will be the last match though, as it's been um, advertised as the main event. Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch. Now, um, I think myself personally, you know, it's advertised as the last match. There's been a lot of media build for it, I guess, in and out of the world of professional wrestling, especially, you know, due to the inclusion of um, Ronda Rousey. Now we've seen Charlotte pick up another title and add that title into the mix, and now it's winner takes all, so whoever wins, they get the WWE Women's title from Raw and the WWE Women's title from SmackDown. So um, there's been no word of unification or anything like that. I've said titles, but whoever it is will boast um, two titles. So... Um, there's a lot of bragging rights at stake. Um, the fans are, are solidly behind, you know, the man. Then you've got a huge portion that are behind, um, woo, Charlotte Flair. And, and then you got Ronda, who's kicking ass and taking names in and out of the WWE ring. So people say, oh, she just got kick ass and take names like she usually does. So um, it's a hot card, you know. 15 matches, will we see any additional stuff, will we see, you know, Elias come out and, you know, have a, a match with Double J and Road Dog or something, but, um, yeah, no, it's hopefully, I know Road Dog going into the Hall of Fame, but um, I don't think that's going to happen, but, um, so, yeah, we got a stat card, WrestleMania 35, it is going down, it is going to be going down April 7th at the MetLife Stadium, and that is in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Jersey, so that gonna be going down on the East Coast Jazz, you know. WWE, their premier, you know, flagship, I'd say, pay per view show, whatever you want to call it. This is the flagship. This is the main event. This is like the super. This is like the deal. So you know, it's going down. It's gonna be a hot show. Um, WrestleMania, it's going down. You know, there's gonna be a lot of celebrities and stuff in the house we already said you got colin justin you know michael cherry the, the, i'm pretty sure the saturday night live guys and um I'm, I'm not sure what music artists and stuff they've got but you know they've always got some crazy artists um you know triple h is going to debut some crazy new um entrance so um we're looking forward to it we got some predictions let us know your thoughts like subscribe share just don't play a hate or nothing like that Look out for our predictions on the Smack Talks uh, podcast with those guys. That's going to be pretty dope. Be tuned in to BattleOnline.com. WrestleBiz for more of WrestleBiz hip-hop. All that crazy action. And, you know, we'll catch you next time. Let us know any predictions and stuff y'all got. And everybody stay blessed and have a good WrestleMania weekend. Telling you to check out Found Dad online. You are watching BDTV. Respect that. Shout out to Fonzo you're watching BDTV. And you're watching BDTV. Hi, I'm Shabadoo, and you're watching BDTV. Hey guys, when you got time, make sure you jump online and check out Found Dad.
calling it about that online. It's locking in, baby. And if not, what's up with that? Can't beat it. Wrestling, music, gossip. Jump on there and check them out.